Hello, my name is Tom Longano, and this is Boy Stories. Welcome to the podcast. We have a great story for you today. It's called Snappy the Turtle from the Blue Book of Stories. I have to specify it's from the Blue Book of Stories because now there is the Red Book of Stories as well. And it is true, I will be releasing the stories and audiobook from the Red Book of Stories on this podcast. So if you like the Red Book, you like the Blue Book, make sure to subscribe, tell all your friends, send the podcast, and please leave a rating and review. Uh, I think this has been going very well. I've gotten some awesome feedback so far. I love hearing more feedback. So if you have anything you want to say about the podcast or you just want to reach out to me, you can do so at TomLongano.com or through the podcast itself. You can leave a um, voice recording on Anchor or on Spotify, and then I might actually even be able to feature it in an episode. So that would be pretty cool. So a little bit about Snappy the Turtle. This is, I love this story (laughs) for many reasons. I just like the idea of the whole, you know, the story that Leo constructs in his head about the turtle. As a teacher, boys would find animals all the time. uh, And then they'd bring it to me and they'd be like, I want to name him Snappy. Or I want to name him Squishy or Blackie. Or I want to name him. And it'd always be be like, I want to name him uh, Travis. And I'd be like, that's random, but sure. So they'd come up with all the, I think the best, okay, the best turtle name for any class that I had. It wasn't even my class. It was a third grade class, but they had a turtle and they named it Badger. (laughs) So they had a turtle named Badger. And I think it's because one of the students was a fan of Wisconsin, the football team or or whatever. But anyway, they have a turtle named Badger. And (laughs) I wanted to write a story about the turtle named Badger, but that got a little bit confusing. I just thought it was the funniest thing. They'd be like, oh, we're taking Badger out, and here's Badger. It's like to name an animal after another animal, I don't know. It's stuff like that that makes me really appreciate boy humor and boys. The turtle named Badger. Anyway, this is not about a turtle named Badger. This is about a turtle named Snappy, and let's get started. Snappy the turtle. During first break on Wednesday... Greg stumbled upon a turtle. He found it near the fence on the side of the field that dropped down through the woods into a creek beyond the boundaries of the school. He proudly showed it to everyone during natural history class, explaining how he had located it using his superior hunting and trapping skills. Then he named the turtle Snappy. It's not even a snapping turtle, Timmy complained to Leo. It's a box turtle. Snappy was given a prominent terrarium in the window of the science room. Inside that room were all the class pets and nature experiments. Greg took Snappy out every break to show other boys how Snappy could race against other turtles, how if you shook him real fast, he would disappear inside his shell, and how you could then flip the shell upside down and spin it to get him to stick his head out again when it stopped, and other exciting displays of Greg's nature knowledge. We have to free Snappy, said Timmy watching this turtle abuse with mounting anger. Greg's gonna kill him. Who knows what Snappy's life was like in the wild, Leo said in response. Maybe he had to deal with worse predators, hawks, snakes, foxes. Now all Snappy has to put up with is a 10-year-old boy yelling and poking his head. He's got food, he's got a warm tank, that's not so bad. Snappy belongs in the wild, said Timmy flatly. Snappy's a clever turtle, Leo said. He understands when it's necessary to make compromises. And Greg is being so annoying about it, said Timmy. 
Leo considered this. Let's set that turtle free. Okay, uh, so we can go to the nature room during lunch and take him out, said Timmy. And if we put him down at the edge of the woods, he'll find his way home. No, said Leo. No, that won't work at all. If we want to do this, we've got to do what's best for Snappy. We've got to do it right. That afternoon, Timmy went to Leo's house, where they spent two hours crafting messages using cutout letters from Leo's sister's old copies of Teen Vogue. The next day, before school, a crowd gathered around the door of the nature room. Greg pushed his way to the front to see. You're in over your head. Terrible things will happen if Snappy not free. You are warned. Beneath the glued-on lines of letters was a dark smudge with five claw-shaped points. That's the signature, said one of the onlookers. It's a turtle, said another. Greg ripped the note off the door and held it up over his head. Someone thinks they can threaten me, he announced. And this is what I say to that. He tore up the paper into many little pieces. Cheers sounded all around him. Snappy is mine, Greg said, and Snappy will stay mine forever. He marched off to class. Timmy looked to Leo. Well, that backfired, he said. Not at all, said Leo. This is why we made more than one sign. After lunch, there was a larger crowd gathered at the door to the nature room. A new sign read, Release Snappy or we take action. Gentlemen, Greg cried, lifting the note high for all to see, we do not negotiate with terrorists. He shredded this paper just like the last and then instituted a 24-hour guard around Snappy's terrarium during school hours. Words spread and general interest in Snappy increased. Groups of wide-eyed third graders gathered at the window of the nature room to watch Greg pace back and forth around Snappy's tank. The next morning, sure enough, there was a fresh sign at the door. Today we strike, second break, unless Snappy free. Greg laughed loudly, confident that this was an empty threat. But nonetheless, there was a steady clamor, especially among the third graders, asking for verification that they were in fact not in danger. Greg said terrorists were too afraid to attack the school because he was watching Snappy. This did not seem to comfort them. In fact, it had the opposite effect. They're gonna blow up the school? Squealed a voice at the back of the group. I say we release Snappy, cried another, before Greg gets us all killed over a turtle. The crowd agreed. The third grader started chanting for Snappy's release. You can't be serious, Greg bellowed. This is exactly what the terrorists want. We know, said a third grader. That's why we're giving up Snappy, stupid. Yeah, let him go. The crowd was on the verge of becoming a mob. Greg sensed that he was losing them, but he did not intend to lose Snappy too. Listen, he said, leaping onto the wooden bench outside the nature room. What we have here is a threat to our freedom as a country and as a people. These terrorists are bullies who think they can threaten us and get whatever they want. They think we are weak. Well, I say no. We are strong. And even if it takes blowing up this entire school, killing every last one of us, I say we keep snappy. In fairness to Greg, most boys were on his side until that last sentence of his speech. After that, he had pretty much turned even those who were sympathetic with holding on to the turtle 
or at least apathetic with regards to the whole situation, into supporters of the release snappy party. Greg saw this and took a different tactic. He sprinted into the nature room and locked the door after him. There was a loud banging and screaming as the frenzied third graders attempted entrance. Then morning class was called. Before second break, apart from standard classes, there would be first break and lunch. Greg knew he had to defend Snappy at those times if he wanted his position to last. So, sure enough, as soon as they were released for first break, he sprinted out of the classroom and over to the nature room. But the third graders had gotten there first. Already a little pudgy hand was reaching for Snappy while its owner's friends kept watch. They saw Greg coming and began to scream. It was too late. The third graders were soundly defeated and Greg stood as guard once again over his controversial pet. All break, there were rallies and protests outside the nature room. Leo probably did not help Greg's position by affirming the keep Snappy safe party and chanting loudly about how the destruction of the school would be but a small price to pay for one innocent turtle's safety. Greg was grateful for his efforts, but not so much their effect, which seemed to double the crowd's fervor against the poor turtle. We don't know what terrorists plan to do with Snappy, Leo cried out. To release him now could mean death. What has Snappy ever done to you? Such rhetoric unfortunately inspired no sympathy in the crowd, which stuck up a new chant of Death too snappy! Death too snappy! This is getting out of hand, Timmy whispered to Leo when break was almost over, and the onlookers began to realize they had a mere few hours left to live, should that turtle remain locked in its terrarium with Greg standing guard. Don't worry, Leo assured him. It's almost time for the final phase. After lunch was second break. Hardly any of the third graders could eat. They rushed straight to the nature room to get Snappy out at all costs when they found a new sign on the door. 30 minutes. Then they discovered that Greg had stolen the key to the nature room and locked it from the outside. The chaos that ensued was interrupted by the arrival of Leo, out of breath, coming from the direction of the woods. I've changed my mind, he screamed. Someone get Snappy, get him out of there. What happened? asked a third grader, knowing Leo had been a fervent proponent of keep Snappy safe. There was general confusion and no little amount of dread as they saw the terror in Leo's face. I thought it was all some stupid lie, he said, and now Greg, who had come from lunch, was listening too. But then I went out with Timmy to play ninja in the woods. We aren't allowed in the woods, said a third grader, and there's good reason for that, Leo said darkly. Good reason, which I now understand. What happened? said a voice from the back. After I saw them, I ran as fast as I could back here, and then Timmy... Wait, wait, Timmy? Where's Timmy? 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 Stop, said Greg, jumping forward to grab Leo's shoulders, turning him away from the woods and back to him. Pull yourself together. Who was in the woods? Big men in strange suits carrying guns, stammered Leo. They had some giant metal case, talking about saving a turtle, taking revenge, blowing up the... Where's Timmy? Timmy? Have you seen Timmy? Have you seen... The terrorists have Timmy! Screamed a third grader. They've got a bomb! Give them Snappy! We're running out of time! This last sentence was yelled by Greg himself, on whom the gravity of the situation had fallen at last. Unfortunately, as he pulled at the door handle, he remembered he had locked the door, and not only that, he'd forgotten where he'd put the key. Uh, I think, he hesitated, uh, I think maybe it's in my cubby. No, 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 maybe the lunchroom. We have 15 minutes, 
shrieked a third grader. And that's counting from when you read the sign, Leo pointing out. Who knows how long it's been since they put it up. Greg couldn't waste another second thinking about the key. He picked up the wooden bench and shoved it through the window, spraying glass everywhere, pushing the terrarium off the ledge to where it shattered on the floor. There was a general gasp. But then they saw, in the heap of jagged shards, a small shell. Snappy was safe. Greg reached in carefully and picked up the shell. He only got three scratches on his arm, none of which were that deep. Then he held Snappy aloft to a chorus of cheers and sprinted across the field to the woods. Once there, the crowd stopped, peering into the seemingly innocent spaces among the trees. Any of them could be hiding strangers who plotted to blow up everything they held dear. Here, Greg yelled, we give you Snappy. He placed the turtle on the ground. Nothing happened. Make him go in the woods, said a third grader. It's not enough. The turtle's so slow, they won't get him in time. Someone's got to take him in. I'll take him, said a brave voice from the back. Leo stepped forward. He scooped Snappy up in one hand and patted Greg's shoulder with the other. Whatever happens, Greg, he said, I forgive you. Then he walked off into the woods. Most of the crowd were convinced they would never see him again. Indeed, they stood staring into the trees for nearly 10 whole minutes. That's how long it took for Leo to find Timmy, hop the fence, jog down to the creek where they put Snappy nice and safe on a large wet rock. When Leo reemerged with no Snappy and one Timmy, the crowd went wild. He was hailed as a hero and carried back to the classrooms. No boy now had even the slightest worry that the threat of destruction would be carried out. They believed they were safe, and they were right. Greg was soundly punished for destruction of school property. He figured the price of the window repairs and the ensuing detentions were but a small sacrifice for the survival and well-being of his entire school. Unfortunately, the teachers had not applauded his bravery in returning Snappy to the wild, nor had they been impressed with Leo's behavior. This was not the first time Leo had been punished for spreading panic. Timmy, however, observed Greg's forfeited breaks and detentions after school with a smile. Snappy had been vindicated. Somehow, it seemed Leo always knew the right thing to do. So, unfortunately, I was going to have Leo and Timmy on the podcast, but they were busy. Both of them had soccer practice. I think they're on the same soccer team, so they couldn't come. I do have someone who's been on the podcast before, and he's sitting right here. This is Greg. What up, all my fans, G-Man, YouTube, smash that sub button. All right, Greg, we're not going to talk about YouTube this time. We've been over that. I got 45 subscribers, Mr. Tom. 45. Pretty sweet. I agree that's pretty sweet. Yeah, duh. You wish you had 45 subscribers. Ah, I'm pretty sure we have more than 45 subscribers on the podcast right now. So I don't know. I don't think it's a competition. If it was, I'd be winning. Well, that no, you wouldn't. Uh, but it's not. It's not a competition. And I'm glad that your YouTube is flourishing. That's not why you're here today. I want to talk to you about Snappy the Turtle. Yeah, Snappy. Love that thing. Love that turtle so much. You know, I found it. I found Snappy. I uh, I've done a lot of hunting and stuff and tracking and I tracked it down uh, I caught it sent uh, followed it and then was able to trap it I was able to trap 
trap the turtle. So you you um, you had to set a trap for the turtle because it was difficult to catch. Yeah, turtles can be really slippery, uh, sneaky creatures. You gotta you gotta really understand uh, the ways of the turtle in order to be able to grab them. That's funny because when I I mean I've picked up turtles before and normally that's how you catch it. You just kind of walk over and pick it up because they're not very fast. Yeah, Snappy was pretty fast. Snappy was pretty fast. I had to set some traps and uh, track them down. A little wily guy, a little strange creature. Uh, Snappy was, but uh, but I did it. I did it. I know a lot about turtles. Turtles are kind of my thing. Oh, turtles are your thing. Yeah, you know, hunting turtles stuff. I didn't have a gun when I was hunting this turtle. Normally, I bring a gun. Safer. It's it's safer to bring a gun when you're hunting turtles. Yeah, yeah, duh. <laughs> Any good hunter knows that. <laughs> I, I actually, I'm not really familiar with turtle hunting. Is that, a, is that a thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a huge thing. Huge thing. A lot of turtle hunting going on in my neighborhood. And it, it, the creek, creek near my house. A lot of turtle hunting. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, but this one was at school, so I didn't have my camo. Oh, you wear camo when you go hunting for turtles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Duh. I mean, <laughs> you don't want the turtles to see you get spooked. Let, let's just say the turtle did see you and got spooked. Uh, what do you think it would do? Well, it'd run away. Yeah, you don't think you'd be able to catch it? I mean, probably. Like, I'm super fast, but, like, not normal hunters. No, so, like, duh. Like, a lot of turtle hunters have to wear a turtle camo um, because they don't want the turtle to run away on them. I mean, I'm, I'm, like, I'm like a cheetah fast, so, like, I'd catch it, but... A lot of people want it, but I didn't have my turtle camo when I caught Snappy at school, and that's that's wise because I was fast. Oh, so Snappy like tried to run away from you? Yeah, no, no, uh, uh-uh, because I'm super stealthy, uh, and so I like snuck up and like Snappy didn't even know I was there. Like actually, Snappy's like, I think his head was inside his shell, and so like I was super sneaky and didn't make any noise, and then just like whoosh, like grabbed him like a ninja. Oh, now you're a ninja. No, I was like a ninja. But yeah, I mean, you could call me. I'm, I'm sort of a ninja. Yeah. Actually, I do some pretty sweet ninja routines on my YouTube. Uh, G-Man, smash that sub. Okay, we're not going back into YouTube. Let's get back into uh, what were we, ta- we were talking about. Turtle hunting. Yeah, turtle hunting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I still think that's kind of funny that you that you hunt turtles. Among other things. Among other things. Yeah, good. So you know a lot about turtles. And you found this turtle. And then something crazy happened with the turtle. Do you want to talk about that? What happened in the story? Yeah. uh, This is one of my favorite stories because it's pretty hardcore. I mean, people were literally going to blow up our school if I didn't get that turtle out of there. So some people call me like a hero. I'd say, yeah, I am. Oh, that, that's it. So so you, you say you are a hero. Yeah, pretty much. Why are you a hero? I it, You heard the story. I, I wrote the story. Yeah, you wrote the story, so you know. I mean, I think the story's pretty much like a testament to my uh, hero-ness. Your hero-ness? Yeah, my, my hero-ness, my hero- heroality. You, you could say your heroic um, 
you know, your heroic attributes or the you know I don't want to get like into like linguistics um although that's fascinating don't get me wrong I what just want to say that like I saved the whole school from a terrorist attack and I think I should get a medal but I didn't I got detention that was disappointing okay I think, Greg, maybe you're, you might be missing out on something. Just wait. Let's get this clear. You think that there were terrorists in the woods that were going to blow up the school. Absolutely. Okay. What makes you think that? Well, you read the story. They put signs on the door saying if they didn't have the turtle, they were going to blow up the school. And you think that's reasonable? Yeah, duh. These are terrorists. I mean, who knows what they want to do? Yeah, but it's also a turtle. Yeah, Snappy's a pretty sweet turtle. Like, I'd blow up a school to get Snappy, too. Oh, you would? Yeah, I would. I don't think you should say that on the podcast. I shouldn't say what? That you'd blow up a school for a turtle. Why not? Well, you know, people might hear that and think you were a dangerous individual. I am a dangerous individual. Smash that sub button. Gmail. Okay, that's a weird way to promote your YouTube, number one. Number two, I don't want you to promote the YouTube. Number three, I'm going to have to agree with you because in this story, you literally smash a bench through a window. That was self-defense. What were you defending? I was defending the school. I was defending everyone. The terrorists were ready to blow us up. I mean, duh. You got to act. Here's maybe something that you should think about. It's possible, potentially possible, that Leo and Timmy might have, you know, made up a story about the terrorists. What do you mean? Well, like maybe they were pulling a little bit of a prank on you. (laughs) I don't get pranked. You don't get pranked. No, never. You you mean no one ever sort of pulls little tricks on you? No. No, it's impossible. It's impossible? Yeah, I'm too smart for that. I can smell those things coming like a mile away, Mr. Don. Like, <laughs> t- no, no way. No way. Not a chance. So it wasn't a prank. Terrorists wanted to blow up the school because they needed to have your turtle. Yeah. You read the story. Duh. Okay. And Leo and Timmy, um, who are the ones that sort of told you that? No, no. They didn't tell me that. I learned that from the pieces of paper that were uh, taped to the door of the room that held the turtle. And those pieces of paper had magazine letters on them, which clearly means it was some sort of terrorist that did that. Okay. Well... In that light, I guess your actions were very heroic. Yeah, duh. Cool. I'm not going to disillusion you of this idea because I don't think that's really my place. Your place to what? To dis-what? You know, just kind of like tell you maybe that it's okay. It's, you know, you'll learn when you're older. I'll I'll learn what when I'm older? You'll learn a lot of things when you're older, Greg, and I can't wait for that. 
Um, I think it'll be very interesting. But you know what? It's also, you're a special guy as you are. You are a very special guy. <laughs> I know. Duh. Good. Thank you, Greg, for stopping by the podcast. Thank you for, uh, what about thank me for saving the school? Hmm? You're welcome. I didn't thank you for saving the school. Well, you should have. Okay. You know, I'm just going to say, even in this little fantasy uh, where the terrorists were going to blow up the school, not a fantasy. You read the story. You know what happened. Okay. I read the story, and I know that uh, Leo was the one that took the took the turtle into the woods. So maybe Leo was the one that saved the school. Leo helped? Like, duh. Like, my friends helped me a lot, like, do things. But I was the one that got rid of Snappy. Like, I was the one that, like, sacrificed him to the terrorists so that we'd all be safe. Because Snappy was mine. Snappy was my turtle, right? He was mine. Okay, but remember, you kind of didn't want to give Snappy up. Yeah, because I don't negotiate with terrorists. Okay, but you gave, you did give Snappy up. Yeah. That's not a negotiation? No, that's giving them what they want. So we'd be safe. But I didn't, like, negotiate. Like, I didn't talk to them. I just gave them what they wanted. Well, Leo gave them what they wanted. Yeah. Duh. Cool. Okay. I think that's great. I don't think we're going to get any farther here. So I'm going to end the podcast right there. Thank you very much for coming in. Um, Smash that sub. Uh, Got hats. Got t-shirts. Got sneaks. Wait, you you have sneakers as your YouTube merch now? Yeah. New line of sneakers, super sweet. Got a big uh, picture of my face on the side of them. I think they're going to sell like crazy. I've sold two fo- so far. Uh, going to sell a lot more. So you've sold two two pairs of sneakers. Um, that's pretty good. So I'm guessing you have one. Yeah, actually, we're in them right now. Check them out. Oh, my gosh. That's horrible. What? <laughs> those are those are some interesting sneakers. Who, who bought the other pair? Uh, my mom. But I get to wear them. She says she doesn't really want to. Okay. You want a pair? I'll give you a 10% discount because I'm on your podcast. You know, I scratch your back, you scratch mine. No, no, thank you. Uh, I'm not going to get the sneakers. That's okay. Yo, smash that sub. Smash it. I don't even know what that means. Can you stop saying that on the podcast? I just got to, I just got to get my following up. All my fans, content, churn it out. That's how I roll. G-Man, YouTube tag. Okay, Greg, thank you very much. We're done. This has been a Boy Stories podcast production performed by Tom Longano, author of The Blue Book of Stories. The Blue Book of Stories is available now on Amazon. It's also available on TomLongano.com. The podcast has been produced by the legendary George Martin. And please, if you like the podcast, subscribe. Tell us what you think in the comments and reviews. Please send us an email. You can find all our contact information on TomLongano.com. If you have a question or a comment for any of the characters, send it to us and you might just get featured in one of the next interviews. But thank you so much for listening. Again, share with your friends. And please continue to listen. This has been so much fun for us. We hope it is just as much fun for you. Have a great day.